What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about maximizing your potential and more specifically the truth about maximizing your potential because this is kind of like a buzzword or whatever. It's something that is an inherent fear to a lot of people. A lot of people, especially emerging leaders in their early 20s, stepping into their first couple of jobs, maybe stepping into their career, they have this inherent fear that they are not quite fulfilling their potential, that they feel like there's always going to be another level. You're going to eventually, and this is going to sound a little extreme, but eventually find yourself on your deathbed feeling like you had more to give, you had more purpose and mission, you had more people to serve, and you're going to have some regrets in life. And I want to touch on this because this is a deep, inherent fear of my own that I've kind of worked through over the course of this last year of growth and healing and development. And I want to tell you a little story about uh, my fear of maximizing my potential and just to demonstrate the fact that this has been plaguing me for a very long time and I'm only just in the last like nine months or so starting to move through this and what's interesting is as I move through the fear of not maximizing my potential I am reaching new heights and creating new things for myself. So it's kind of this paradoxical thing where I was scared of not maximizing my potential, which actually kept me stuck. And as I moved through the fear and I leaned into the resistance, I started to create new things that I never had before. But with that being said, I want to tell you this brief little story. So I was going through my things as I was preparing to pack for my move from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Charleston, South Carolina, where I live now and I have for the last couple of weeks. Uh, So I was going through my things and I found this little slip of white paper. And on the back of it, it just says, uh, to my future self, comma. And what this slip of paper is, it was something that we were to fill out at the uh, Honors College Orientation for South Carolina. So I have not even taken a college class yet. I was 18 years old. And we were supposed to just complete this prompt to my future self. And a lot of other people wrote things like have fun in college or hope you had fun in college. I hope that, you know, you got your sleep, you studied, make sure you drink plenty of water, like take care of yourself, things of that nature, like genuine advice. But people wrote like fairly long prompts on this slip of paper. And all mine says is to my future self, maximize your potential. And that's it. And I can remember, in retrospect, I can remember writing that and feeling terrified. I felt like I was in a room of other students who were also in the Honors College, and I felt way out of my league. I thought everybody there was going to be so much smarter than me, so much more talented than I was, so much harder working than I was. And I really thought that I was just going to get my ass kicked by these other honors college students, not to mention all of the other very talented students on the campus who may not have made it into the honors college. And I, I was sincerely worried about how I would stack up and about the future that I'd be able to create for myself. And so 
my biggest fear, my biggest desire, kind of one and the same, were to maximize my potential, which is exactly what I wrote on this piece of paper. And then at our Honors College graduation, they gave all of our slips of paper back to us. So they collected it at the end of orientation. At graduation, they gave it back to us, and we all got to see what our 18-year-old selves wrote to our now graduated 22-year-old selves. And when I read this, I very nearly broke down in tears because I felt like I was so far from maximizing my potential. I felt like I was so far from the vision that my 18-year-old self had for the graduated version of me. And I really felt like a failure. I felt like I had let myself down, and not just myself, but all of the people in my life who had high expectations or just big dreams of me or who just saw my potential, saw that I could achieve a lot with my life, and I just felt like I hadn't. And it was truly soul-crushing to see this slip of paper and had it not been for the fact that I was in public and the last fucking thing I was ever going to do was cry in front of all these other honors kids, I like bit my lip and kept it all in, but I was deeply saddened by that thought that all I wanted the whole time I was at college was to feel like I was maximizing my potential and at the end of college on graduation day, I couldn't have felt any further from it. And I kind of forgot about it once again as I packed it away with my college things and I moved back home and I started this business amongst some other things, other jobs that I was doing. And then when I was packing up to move down to Charleston, I stumbled upon this note to myself again. And this time I had a similar reaction in that I was on the verge of tears, but this time I was on the verge of happy tears. I was so overjoyed with the idea that I really started to feel like I was coming into myself and I was starting to live in alignment with my purpose and I had a clear mission and I was serving people and I had really started to create a life that I love, that I'm proud of, and that I was becoming a person that I love and that I'm proud of. And in this time of reflection, I was thinking about what it really means to maximize your potential and what that looks like and why I felt good about reading it this time around and I felt bad about reading it the last time around. And I want to give you guys a couple of tips, some of the things that came out of this reflection reading this very simple seven-word white slip of paper. So here we go. I think when it comes down to maximizing your potential, first and foremost, I think that is a load of shit. I don't think that I don't think that our talent and skill determines any kind of, you know, quote unquote potential that we have. And sure, I don't think that you accepting that talent and skill isn't the determinant of your potential. I don't think that means that you're going to become president and I don't think that it means that you're going to end world hunger or anything crazy like that. But I do think and I firmly believe that the only limits that you can put on your greatness are limits that you yourself put. I don't think that the, any other person or thing can put limits on your potential other than you. 
So whether these are real, like tangible limits or whether these are self-inflicted internal limits, I think that we create the limitations in our life. And I think that's a really powerful thing to understand. And so I think that ultimately it's not about fulfilling your potential because every time that you get close to fulfilling your potential, I think it's inevitable that your potential will rise. And I think it comes down to this. There are two things that determine your potential. There is your ceiling and your floor. So your floor is kind of the bare minimum amount that you're going to tolerate. So I think the best way to determine what your floor is, is to ask yourself the question, what am I willing to tolerate? What is the worst case scenario that I'm going to let ever happen? So with your health and fitness, they this may look something like uh, three workouts per week. Maybe that is what you're currently willing to tolerate. That's like your worst case scenario. And so your potential then, your ceiling, would be you know the maximum results that you can get committing to three workouts per week. And so you know whatever results that you're trying to get, they'll always be in alignment with the action that you take, which in this case scenario what is what you're willing to tolerate, which is just three workouts a week. And so I think that over time, as you go through a journey of healing and growth and personal development, what actually happens is you raise what you're willing to tolerate. You raise that bottom bar, that floor. And as you raise that floor, it inevitably also raises your ceiling. Because if you elevate your floor to four square meals per day, seven hours of sleep, and four workouts per week, well, think about the results that you could get from that being your floor versus three workouts a week and only that being your floor. I mean, there will be a tremendous difference in the results that are possible for you if that's your floor versus the first thing that we talked about. And so every time that you peel back a new layer of healing, every time that you reach a new milestone in your personal development and growth, I think that you raise your floor a little bit because inevitably with growth comes elevating what you're willing to tolerate. And ultimately that's what this is all about. And as you elevate what you're willing to tolerate, it increases your potential. And so it's just this ongoing cycle, which is why everybody talks about it being a journey and it sounds so cliche, but truly it is kind of like a cycle. It's a cycle of growth and healing then elevating what you're willing to tolerate, increasing your potential, which in turn increases the results or dramatically increases results or gets results more efficiently maybe. And then, you know, you come to some sort of a plateau and then you experience more healing and growth and the cycle continues over again. And so to anybody listening right now who has this fear of maximizing your potential, I would implore you to lean into that resistance. Embrace the fear that you have and now ask yourself, so what? Now what? What am I going to do about this? Because the healing and growth and personal development comes when you get your hands dirty, when you take the action necessary to move yourself forward. So after you figure out what that next layer and level of growth looks like for you, 
ask yourself the question of what am I willing to tolerate? How much longer am I willing to tolerate just that? What else would I like to add to what I'm willing to tolerate? And once you commit to a new level of what you're willing to tolerate, you will raise your potential, you'll get greater results, and then the cycle continues. Anyways, I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys, gave you something new to think about. If you guys have any questions, as always, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And I would also encourage you guys to join the Mind for Muscle Facebook group, which is my free Facebook community where I share really in-depth trainings and posts that I don't share anywhere else on my social media. I go a lot more in-depth to some of the topics that I talk about on the podcast This podcast topic today actually was a live video that I did inside that Facebook community. So I would definitely recommend you guys join the community. We have over 100 members. People are really involved and engaged. Everybody is sharing. They're super vulnerable. And I just love the community that we're building there. So if you're really serious about stepping up and figuring out what that new level of growth and personal development looks like for you, the Mind for Muscle Facebook community is the ultimate place to figure that out. So I look forward to seeing you inside the Facebook group, and I will talk to you guys on the next podcast episode tomorrow.